Hey guys, welcome back to That Girl with me, Danielle Decker. I'm so glad you're pushing play today. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. I'm so glad you're here with me today. Um, you know, I originally had something that I was going to share about this week, and I think I'm pushing it off until next week. And the reason that I'm putting this out today and not earlier in the week is just because I needed to take a minute before I felt like I could record something. You know, sometimes things happen in our lives or in other people's lives and it really makes you take a step back and think about things. You know, you kind of feel humbled. And um that's definitely happened to me multiple times this week as I know that it has for a lot of people in our community. And so today I just wanted to take some time and maybe chat about some things that unfortunately we have to deal with while we're on this earth and talk about what God has to say and why uh, we have to go through things in this life that sometimes we just really don't understand. And a lot of times when things happen, whether it's death or sickness or disease or whatever thing is is either ailing you or grief that you've had to go through a lot of times we start to question God why are you allowing this to happen to me why are you allowing this to happen to my family I thought that you loved me I thought that you were a good God why are these things happening to me and these are the questions that we tend to ask God and I just want to start by saying God is big enough to handle those questions God is big enough to handle you being angry with him because I've been angry with God in my life and he's okay with that. You want to know why? Because he loves you. He is okay with you being upset. Just like how our children can sometimes get mad at us. We're like, it's okay that you're mad at me. I still love you. I know what's good for you. I have your best interest at heart always. And that is how God sees us. So if you've ever had to deal with something, if you are dealing with something and you feel angry, listen, it's okay to have those feelings. It's okay to wonder and question and 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 be in that space for a minute. But I'm here to tell you that you don't have to stay there and that we have to remind ourselves that God is love, that God has nothing but good for us. And I know that when we go through things and there are things in this life that I have never had to experience and I pray that I never ever will. And my heart breaks for people that have to experience things that takes you to the very end of yourself. But we have to get to a place where we can go back to the one who can comfort us in the way that only he can. But if we really are going to ask the questions of, God, why is this happening? God, why are you allowing this to happen to me? We have to go back to the beginning. And this is where we really clear up some things. Because so many times there are Christians get asked, if God loves people, why does such and such happen? If God loves us, then 
why does this happen? Okay, these are questions that race through our minds. They race through other people's minds. But what we have to do is go back to the beginning. See, when, when God made Adam, God gave Adam dominion over this world. Okay, meaning that he had ruled over everything. Well, when Adam sinned, he gave that, temi- that dominion to Satan. So Satan has the dominion over this earth. And as we have talked about, who is Satan? Well, he is the father of all lies. He only comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Okay, so if he is the God, the little g, God of this earth, what is he doing to this earth? He is killing, he is stealing, he is destroying. And when we are born, we are born into sin. We are born of this earth, okay? So these are the things that we have to remember because God is a just God. And unfortunately, Adam gave that dominion to Satan, and that is who rules this earth until Jesus comes back to take it as his, as his own, which he is doing soon. And I pray that you will see that. But he, Satan, has dominion over this earth until Jesus comes back to take it at his, as his own. So unfortunately, that in this life, things that we will never understand, we will never understand, but we have to know that those things don't come from God. They come from Satan, the liar, the thief, the destroyer himself. That is where those bad things come from. They never come from God. And there are things, people say things, and, and I know that it's, it's because sometimes we just don't know what to say, but it hurts me because it just represents God in the wrong way. People will say things like, well, God just, God just needed another angel. Let me tell you something right now. God doesn't need an angel. God doesn't need someone to die and come to heaven for him. He doesn't need anyone. He sent his son to die for you because we needed a savior. He doesn't need anyone to go to heaven. In his word, he tells us that he came to give us life and life more abundantly, that our joy would be made full, that we would see long life satisfied. And people say things, well, if it be God's will, let me tell you what God's will is. God's will is that we would live that we would have an abundant life, that our life would be long and satisfied. What does that mean? That our joy would be overflowing, that we would satisfy our life with good days. That's who he is. Life more abundantly and abundance in every sense of the word. It is never, ever, ever God's will for someone to die, for someone to be sick, for something terrible to happen. That is not who God is. And I'm going to tell you this right now and make a really super bold statement that if that's who God was, that is not who I would be serving. Why would I serve a God that would punish people, that would need someone to die for him? That's not who God is. We don't serve that God. We serve a God full of love. He is love. He is the embodiment of love. He is also Jesus in him because of what he did. He also embodies healing. We have to go back to the beginning and see where the bad comes from. And do things happen that we'll never ever understand. You better believe it. 
And do I hate that? Does it grieve my heart? Absolutely. Does it grieve the Father's heart? Absolutely. And that's why it is so important that when you have the good news, when you have the gospel, what is the gospel? That Jesus came, he died and rose again, that you might have life, that you would be with him in eternity forever. That is the good news. When you have that, you can't keep it to yourself. You have to share it. You've got to tell people. People need the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ every single day because you never know what people are walking through. Sometimes it is really, really deep, bad, horrible, crazy things that people are walking through. And you've got to be the one to say, I know what can save you. I know what can help you. And just over the last few days, there have been some really, really tragic things that have happened. And my heart is so broken for so many people. People that I really don't even know personally. But that I cannot fathom going through what they are going through. But in second. Corinthians verses 3 through 4. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. So what is all of that saying? When you have Jesus, when you know who God is, and you know that he's been your comforter, he comforts you so you can in turn Hook up with people who need the comfort of God. That you might say, he has comforted me and I know that he can comfort you. And I am here to show you and tell you and prove to you that God is the comforter. That even even if and even when these bad things happen, God is a God of mercy. God is a God of comfort. God loves you. And though you might walk through this fire, he has never left your side. He walks in the fire with you. He's not out somewhere else and you're just reaching out for someone to save you. No, he's in the thick of it with you, comforting you, loving you, pouring out his grace and mercy upon you. That you might be able to walk through things that you never thought that you would have to walk through, but that you would have a peace and an understanding and a grace and a mercy to be able to walk through the hardest times of your life. But it's up to us, us, those of us that have Jesus, that know the comfort that surpasses understanding that we would be able to bring that comfort to others. It's so important that we can share who God is in the way that he has comforted us, that we must comfort others. And I really want to read to you, this is uh, Psalms 46 verses 1 through 7. And this is actually out of the Passion Translation Bible. And I don't know if any of you guys have ever heard of that before, but this translation is just 
really, really good. Um, such an amazing translation. And so I would encourage you to get your Bible out and read these scriptures for yourself and also share them with others. But this is just such an amazing picture of who God really is for us in the times where we feel like we just can't take one more thing. It says, God, you're such a safe and powerful place to find refuge. You're a proven help in time of trouble, more than enough and always available whenever I need you. So we will never fear, even if every structure of support were to crumble away. We will not fear even when the earth quakes and shakes, moving mountains and casting them into the sea. For the raging roar of stormy winds and crashing waves cannot erode our faith in you. Pause in his presence. God has a constantly flowing river whose sparkling streams bring joy and delight to his people. His river flows right through the city of God, most high, into his holy dwelling places. God is in the midst of his city, secure and never shaken. At daybreak, his help will be seen with the appearing of dawn. When the nations are in an uproar with their tottering kingdoms, God simply raises his voice and the earth begins to disintegrate before him. Here he comes. The commander, the mighty Lord of angel armies is on our side. The God of Jacob fights for us. Isn't it amazing to know that no matter what is happening around us, when it literally feels like the earth is quaking and everything is shaking and everything is falling apart, God says, I am here. I am fighting for you you would never be shaken, that we would build ourselves on a mighty foundation, that even when we question God and say, why are these things happening, Lord? But even when we question, we have to go back to his promises because we know if we trust him, our God is not a liar. That if we're going to trust him, we have to trust him all the way. We have to go back. Who is God? Who is he to me? Who do you say God is? Who do you say he is? He is my father. He is my comforter. He is my ever-present help in time of need. He loves me. He crowns me with glory and honor. He surrounds me with his protection. He died for me that I might live. That is who my God is. And that even if... Even if we have to walk through the darkest days that we never knew possible, that we might turn back and say, Lord, but I know who you are and I'll never waver and I'll never be shaken because I can trust you, Lord. And that is what we have to remind ourselves. And that is what we have to remind other people. And that's why God tells us that we have to comfort those who mourn. We have to link up with people that need our help, that they might be able to grab onto our faith and say, I trust you, Lord, even if I feel like I cannot stand on my own, I know you are there in the midst with me. 
You guys, I just had to share my heart today. Like I said, so many tragic things I feel like have happened. My heart cannot begin to understand or fathom what so many people are going through right now. But I know who God is. And I know that he's big enough to handle our feelings. And you know what? It's okay to have those feelings and emotions. It's okay to sit in those feelings, to process those emotions, to stay there for a minute. God wants that for you, for them. But he is greater than all. And that's why it's so important to share the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. That no matter what happens, we know that we have a promised eternity in heaven with him forever. That is the good news. And I'm telling you, there's so many people that need the good news today. So I ask that you would share this message with someone that just might need some comfort. That might need to just be reminded of who God is and how much he loves them. He is a loving God. He only has good for us. He only has what will bring us life. He sent Jesus to die for us that we would be able to live with him in eternity forever. So share this message with someone that needs the hope, Bible hope, an earnest expectation of good. Lord, we expect nothing but good for you from you. Thank you, Father, for loving us the way that you perfectly do. Help us to be a comfort to others, Lord. Help us to be a shining light in the darkness, Father God, that we would lead people back to you for your goodness, for the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, that you are our ever-present help in time of need. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I pray, I'm praying for all of you. I'm praying for everyone that needs comfort today. And I'll see you here next week.